trust and support, love as part of their family. It has a positive ring to it, doesn't it? Yep. A chosen family. There's something so proactive mm-hmm. about it and something endearing as well. Yes. So that's becoming more popular. Hence, we're talking about it this morning. Exactly. So mm. a non-family household mm. refers to a residence consisting of no more than five people who are not related to each other by blood. Okay, yep. okay. So this could mean your love interest uh, who yeah. you haven't married yet or don't want to get married to. Uh, or even several friends living right, together under the right. same roof. Like you right. mentioned, couples who are not legally married. Now, such households topped 300,000 in 2017. Mm. Uh, back in 2016, the number stood at somewhere in the 200,000s. The figure then surpassed 400,000 oh. in 2020. And uh, the the number of people who are members of these uh, non-family households then exceeded one million last year. That's really yeah, big jump. So that's a surge by 74 percent compared to 2016. Okay, so now we can kind of call it another new normal, if you will. I, I mean, think that's so. A pretty massive jump, hard to ignore, right? Eh? Yes. Uh, an official of the statistics agency said households of various forms are growing as more people live with each other uh, with whom they have no blood relation. I'd really be interested in, you know, reading about this a little bit more, why this trend is happening Mm -hmm. right now in South Korea. Right. I mean, it could be the financial constraints. Mm -hmm. I know we always get to that, but that's kind of a defining element if you think about when and how or what kind of family you would want to start, right? So this is kind of the modern Korean family. Yeah, I think so. And this is why many people are starting to voice the need to revise laws and regulations mm. in a manner that reflects uh, such changes mm. in what constitutes family or what constitutes a household. Absolutely. Um, it, it does It does have to be reflected in policies. I mean, if you look at, I guess France is a pretty famous mm-hmm. example, oh, yeah. right? I mean, you have uh, someone of your love interest who you live with for a very long time, yep. then should they be respected as a spouse or an equivalent, yep. right? These are the kind of regulations that we have to... There is a law in France to, that actually supports right. those kinds of relationships. Exactly. Yep. Um, <laughs> it, it greatly differs from South Korea. Yep. Apples to oranges, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But I mean, these are the conversations we need to have. I know this is pretty dark for first thing in the morning, but it's also about who gets to be part of the funeral procession. That's right. And these are all important mm-hmm. discussion topics going forward. Huh, the modern Korean family. Yeah. That could be a new sitcom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about normalizing it, that mm-hmm. might be a way to do it. Now, there's nothing normal about this next story. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of why, but it's, it's clearly gone viral because it's shocking for a number of different reasons. Yeah. So the police are currently investigating a man and a woman uh, they rode through the Gangnam area for hours, actually, for three hours on a motorcycle over the weekend. Sounds uh, fine for now. Yeah, sounds fine for now. But at the time, the man didn't have a shirt on. He was topless. And the woman was dressed in a rather, uh, it was a bikini, but it was a scanty bikini. <laughs> it was very revealing for <clears throat> yes. both the man and the woman on the motorcycle. That's right. Now, the Seoul Gangnam police station is mulling over the possibility of bringing the charge of indecent exposure oh, and uh, exhibitionism against this bikini biker couple under the Minor Offenses Act. They're trending, aren't they, as they a bikini totally biker are couple? trending uh, online. And I'm sure they're facing a lot of criticism, yes. as you can imagine. I'm just thinking about safety. That just sounds so unsafe to me on yeah. a motorcycle, so right. exposed. Mm-hmm. But tell us more about the act and also what kind of punishment might they face if they are, in fact, charged. So according to Article 3, Section 1, Clause 33 of the Minor Offenses Act, anyone who intentionally exposes their private parts in public and causes feelings of 
of embarrassment and discomfort to other people may be fined up to 100,000 won, which is very small compared to laws outside of Korea. I mean, in the U.S., I read that it starts at $1,000. Exactly. It depends which state and which city you're in. However, it's not $100. That that feels kind of like a slap on the wrist. Mm -hmm. eh? What needs to be proven in order for uh, this man and the woman on the, well, the bikini biker couple uh, to be charged? Um, Four things need to be proven. One, the exposure of private body parts. Two, that the exposure was willful. Three, the exposure in a public place. And four, exposure in the presence of another person, meaning that somebody actually saw them Uh, expose themselves. Okay, so that's a pretty extensive list if you think about Mm -hmm. it. Um, You have to check off all of that list, right? Okay, so by public place, exactly, how do you define it? I mean, they're on a moving vehicle. So by public space, we're talking about uh, exposure in places accessible to the general public, including roads. Okay. Check. Okay. Retail stores, parks, restaurants. In fact, exposure in any place visible to the public is sufficient to satisfy this element of indecent exposure, including Mm. inside of a car, Ah. if it's visible to somebody outside. Okay, you know? so without proper tinting, I suppose? Right. Okay. Now, the police action came after various social media platforms were flooded with eyewitness accounts, lots of photos as well, <laughs> of a shirtless man and this uh, bikini-clad woman riding on their motorcycle. Mm. Uh, but, however, you mentioned safety. They were both wearing helmets at the time. <sighs> See, that just doesn't add up to me. Yeah. Helmets and then the rest of your body's exposed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. But it does look like they were doing it for a bigger reason from their really personal yeah the man said it was you know a a kind of a performance actually that's what they said the man is a YouTube creator in fact with about 19,000 subscribers Uh, he reportedly told the local media that uh, he wanted to just show that riding a motorcycle could be a really freeing experience (laughs) and he also made sure to add that the speed was maintained at 20 to 30 kilometers per hour at the time Mm. Uh, the woman is Mm. also a social media influencer she well I checked this morning. She had like, what, 199,000 followers on Instagram. Not oh. sure if she had that number before the incident or oh. happened because, I mean, her social media account was, you know, it's it's everywhere. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. So did this exposure make her a little bit more popular? Exactly. Talked about not necessarily favorably, mm-hmm. but she and he, they're the talk of the town. Yes. Now, police officials are currently reviewing the law regarding the case. I don't know. What do you think of this? Imagine if this happened, because I was having this conversation with a friend just yeah. yesterday. It's like, what if this happened in Busan, right next to the beach, or uh, somewhere in Jeju? Where, narratively, it makes a little bit more sense. Right. I think I would find a little less obscene. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, yep. If it was a, a beach town, yes, yeah. they but, could have had a nice right, day on the beach, and right. they're, they're riding back home to their hotel. I don't know. So this whole indecency, I mean, depending on where you are, the yeah. circumstances, does it change? That's a really good point. Mm. I have no idea. But this was in the middle of Gangnam, and a lot of people, you know, some people said, oh, my God, go, go, girl, go, go, guy. Okay. And do you. <laughs> yeah, do you. But others like, oh, that's, like, so unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I mean, personally, I, I grew up in the state of California. I mean, people are wearing bikinis in all kinds of, of places. Yeah. And so maybe I'm a little bit desensitized mm-hmm. in that sense. But uh, can I go back to the safety issue? Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree know, with you. I don't know what kind of message you're sending out to your uh, apparently thousands of followers. I know. 
All right. Food for thought, anyone? If you have two cents, <laughs> let us know. Yes. And on to our last buzzword today. A body cam has captured Arizona police officers mm-hmm. rescuing a woman in trapped floodwaters. Of course, we saw flash floods in different parts yes. of the United States, but there was also a flood in the state of Arizona. Yes, exactly. Um, in Apache Junction, actually, uh, the, the residents were forced to go through a whole lot of aftermath <laughs> of extensive flooding in the area over the weekend. Um, the latest body camera video of a swift water rescue shows a really scary incident in which a woman is dangerously close to being swept away while still in her car. Right. And uh, so what happened was uh, her vehicle got stuck in mud after the rain right. and then suddenly there was a flash flood. Mm-hmm. The water quickly surrounded her and her vehicle pushed her car backward actually oh. really fast and then the car ended up hitting a tree which basically saved her life. Right. Uh, she called 911 explained her situation to the dispatchers mm-hmm. uh, eventually they found her and one rescuer uh, broke her back window and he sounds so desperate you know he's almost begging her to help them get her out of the car and it seems like at the time the woman is refusing to cooperate because she could be heard asking the rescuers to get to her dog first right rescue the dog first a puppy apparently that went missing during this whole schmeal of the incident while she was waiting for the 911 rescuers to arrive on the scene and the rescuers were so desperate they say they can be heard saying oh we'll get to your dog just get out now and uh, they, they ended up rescuing the woman and she was okay but uh, the dog is still missing mm. uh, the woman's granddaughter have posted you know on, on Facebook saying please help us find my mother's dog okay. apparently the woman adopted the dog recently because she says it's it's finally my time to be happy in life right adopted this 11 week old puppy and she rarely takes the dog out in her car okay. and this was that fateful day when she did okay. and she felt you know, she she's heartbroken that she couldn't help the dog who right. gave her so much happiness right. in this time when, you know, the dog needed the Because help. from afar, it's really easy for us to judge based on that headline, right? Yeah. A woman being rescued, refusing to be rescued before her dog. I mean, is that, you know, priorities necessarily aligned? Mm-hmm. But there's a whole story there. So there you have it. Yes. I've got to hand it to the rescuers, though, because given the circumstances, yeah. they were calm and they got the job done. That's right. Thank you so much, Erica. Pleasure. Fun, fun conversation. I'll see you tomorrow. Stay dry. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.